What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham, Justin Treese. Uh, Mr. Treese decides to try and just start the podcast without recording and having this discussion that what I think is a great podcast topic. So we're just going to get into it, and then we'll go into Treese and all the news around the NFL and our little Around the Laces segment here. Uh, he's not very excited for the draft, and at the same time, I don't think, like, I'm kind of right there with you. Like, this is one of those drafts this year. It's like we know what our team needs are. We have an idea what the first three picks are going to be, 49ers fans, whether you want to accept it or not. But, Justin Trees, your Jacksonville Jaguars have the number one pick, and you're not even excited about it, as excited about it, because you know who you're getting. Yeah, so obviously I'm super excited to get Trevor Lawrence. Like, don't get me wrong, but like yeah. for draft night, for draft night, getting there and being, okay, who's my team going to get? Because like the moment that the Jets beat the Rams – back in December of last year, like I was just like, okay, like I celebrated like crazy for like a whole week. And that was, that was my draft night basically. Um, so, but you brought this up a is great coming point. coming from like, a guy who was at the draft when the Jaguars selected Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey, Miles Jack and Yanni Kingakwe. Oh God. Dreams do come true, people. Dreams do come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Dreams do come true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you brought up a good point. Like, like once we get into day two and three, like then I'll probably get more excited again. And you're totally right. Even once we get closer to pick twenty five, then I will. But like, there's just no excitement for one, just because I already know, like everybody knows who it is, and everybody did know who it was, you know, from back in December. So, um, yep. There's not that excitement of like, oh, what if this player falls? So, but you know, it is what it is. So, um, where do you yeah. want them to go in the second pick in the first round? Um, I want the, and I'm horrible because I want him, but I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I want the linebacker safety North uh, Notre Dame kid. Uh, I don't have his name pulled up in front of me, but I know who you're talking about. The Josh, edge rusher, J- right? J- yeah, J-O-C- J-O-K. He's not no, an not address, excuse edge. me. He's like a linebacker no. safety. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm the is worst. Jeremiah Wosu-Koromara? Yes. Yeah, and again, I'll, I'll still not – yeah, joke. That, that's all I'm going by. I will still not pro- know how to pronounce his name until after the draft if the Jaguars take him. <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay, like I'll get it. It was very much like Yanni Kangakwe. Like nobody knew like how to pronounce his name, but everybody was like, <laughs> okay, that, Mar- that Maryland kid, you know, like it's the same yeah, thing. We'll, so. we'll figure it out. That's kind of how Chiefs fans felt with uh, Tano Passanio, where it was like Tano, K Pass and gone. Ah, no idea. But once yeah. you kind of hear it, like and you're able to figure it out, it's not that bad. But yeah, it's Jeremiah Wosu Koamara. Yeah. So I want him. I I want them to go defense with that second pick. Um, that would also, be nasty. I mean, I, I really, you know, there's always like Tony um, is always nice. Kadarius Tony would be a great option for the offense. Um, uh, Trayvon Morig, uh, safety out of TCU, also you know a very popular pick for the Jags um, in mocks. But yeah, Jeremiah is kind of that. Like I just want him to so then they can team him up with just some of the freaks that they already have on that defense, you know, like you have chase on, you have Josh Allen, you have miles Jack, you know, you have those, those guys that you're like, okay, team him up there. You're just going to have athletic people all over the, all over the place. Um, and with their new defense going to three, four, I think it just makes sense to just like get athletic freaks and then just let the DC be creative. So um, yeah, so that's kind of where I want them to go. And then I really just want them to go just heavy on, 
offense basically the rest not the rest of the draft but probably second round go pretty heavy um, with their two picks there dream is obviously use pick 25 33 maybe like 60 or something to move up if if Kyle Pitts happened to fall which it's not going to happen but like and I mean like fall to like in that 10 to 12 range you know like that's what it would talk that's what it would take um I don't, I don't think, think that guy's getting out of the top five. Yeah, like, that's one of our people topics. People want to trade with the Atlanta Falcons. Whether it's the Denver Broncos or New England Patriots for a quarterback, keep an eye on the Dallas Cowboys for old Kyle Pitts. Jerry Jones, big fan, loves the dude. Little insider tidbit information there for you guys listening. Jerry Jones is infatuated with Kyle Pitts, and that's who he wants. I don't That'd think it's awesome. the smartest decision for them. <laughs> they need help on the defensive side of the ball and their secondary, so uh, yeah. specifically another corner and a safety as well. Maybe add to that defensive line. But at the same time, if you find a way to land Kyle Pitts, that offense is terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely 100%. terrifying. Absolutely terrifying, for sure. So, anyways, um, that's where we're at. Three weeks away from the draft exciting it's going to be a great time it's going to be fun i'm not excited for the early part because like you said the top three are basically set so that means the first 40 minutes of airing is going to be why are you why are we even watching like that's what it's going to be yeah and like 49ers fans it looks like you're drafting mac jones i'm sorry like it seems to be where the trend is going. Everyone in their mock drafts is putting Mac is putting Mac Jones there. Like where does 49ers love him? And I, I don't know what other top level draft analyst, expert, insider you need to hear that the 49ers love Mac Jones to not believe it because there's no reason for them to not say Justin Fields if that's who they want a quarterback. Like I just that's my mindset with it as well. Like it looks like Mac Jones is going to be the guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to discredit anybody that's saying it. So, like, I'm just going to make, yeah, okay, that's what they're saying. Then that, I mean, has some real heat to it, basically, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Um, still just don't know how that makes sense. <laughs> like, you know, I just I just don't get it. Um, you know, I don't know why you would trade up all the way to three for that. I mean, I guess if you really thought somebody was going to take him, you know, I think you would have to trade up from where they were. Like you can't stay at 12 and get him. Like, I think that was pretty obvious. Um, but you would think that like with the Eagles at six, for example, maybe that was a, could have been, you didn't have to give up as much, but again, then you have three, four five where you're risking other teams trading up. So um, you also got to see it from that angle as well. Um, yeah. I just don't see how you don't take Justin Fields there. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. I mean, if the Cowboys don't trade up to four for Kyle Pitts and the Denver Broncos trade up to get Justin Fields at number four, if he's not selected three overall by the 49ers, I'm worried as an AFC West fan, as a Kansas City Chiefs fan, that's going to be fucking terrifying with that offense. Yeah. And Vic Fiancho just getting to run his defense. I would just be one year too late on my prediction from earlier in the year where I said that next year is going to be Drew Locke's last year in Denver. Um, 
Maybe maybe last year was so maybe I gave yeah. Locke I still one have, year too yeah. much credit. I still have hope in him. I just but I mean that's me. I've been wrong yeah. before on trying to give players hope. Uh, that's that's what it is. Is it's hope that they'll be good. So you've seen you've seen some bright flashes there, but it's just not happening. Other things that it's not happening for. Giovanni Bernard has requested a release from the Cincinnati Bengals. They granted that. I have no idea where he is going to land. Like, that's just, you're a veteran running back. You were a key part of my fantasy team last year. I really appreciate it with Joe Mixon going down. This dude's got experience. He can make plays still. I just don't know which team this has a landing spot for Giovanni Bernard as a veteran running back in the NFL. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't even make sense to guess because he is a veteran running back. Like nobody knows you have to wait until after the draft. And like, even that it's like who gets hurt during training camp. Like that's really probably what it's going to be. I mean, he's still a very good running back, but I mean, he could fit in any, any scheme. So you can't even be like, Mm -hmm. Oh, he fits here and here. Like you literally can say it to any single team in the NFL that he, he'd be a good fit. So He'll probably end up going to the Saints, a veteran running back, either there or Baltimore, it seems like. But uh, before we go any further, because I skipped over it because I'm a moron, Tree Sivia times two is what it looks like today. Let's there, bam, bam, there bam, was get a, into it. There was a times two, but then I was like, wonder what, maybe we could just save one for next time. So save. we'll save one for next time. So um, do you have a pen and paper? A little, a little special guest coming back next uh, next week, sounds like. So yeah, uh, yeah. A little something to get excited about. For sure, for sure. Um, so sorry, do you have a pen and paper? Duh. Duh, there it is. All right, okay. <laughs> um, these are career stats. Okay, career stats. Um, the and this is uh, by per game basis. So player A averages two hundred and sixty three passing yards per game, one point nine touchdowns per game, point six interceptions per game, sixty four completion percentage, sixty four percent, and then uh. Passer rating of 97.3. You said passer rating? Yep. Player B averages 270 passing yards per game. Two touchdowns on the dot, 2.0 per game. 0.9 interceptions per game. 65.3 65.3 completion percentage and a passer rating of 96.5. Okay, so <clears throat> go back over it. Player A throws for less yards than player B with 263 compared to 270. He throws less touchdowns as well with 1.9 to 2 on the dot. He also throws less interceptions by a point three. He has a less a lesser completion percentage at 64 compared to player B at 65. Excuse me, to 65.3 percent, and then player A has a higher passer rating by less than a full point. So, I'm taking player B. More yards, more touchdowns, 
might live and die by an interception here or there on some of the throws. But you know what? I love to see that with my quarterback. I love him taking shots. But, you know, at the same time, they're completing the majority of their passes. And uh, pass rating is not that bad either. So I'll take it. I'll run with it. Player B is the guy that I'm taking. Nice. Um, let's just play a game of who do you think these players are? Um, I will tell you, um, they both they both have played in the NFL for over 10 years. Um, we grew up watching them. Are they retired? The, uh, one is, one is not. Is one Drew Brees and one Matt Ryan? No. Neither are either of them. Well, this pen is trash that I'm trying to write with. I don't need to write anymore. It's whatever. Um, I'm thinking, though. Um, is one Tom Brady? One is Tom Brady, correct. And that's probably player A. It is player A. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And <laughs> now player B, Peyton Manning. Exactly. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm starting to get your mind. I'm starting to figure out how your mind really works. We've been playing a ton of chess. My mind has been firing on all fucking cylinders, bro. Beans. Has it? Has it been? <laughs> all right. Hey, more, more so than normal. All right. No, nope, that's to totally each fair. To question each their more intelligence. Own. Shit. I did not. Not a single time. I, I didn't say you did. I was just like, you better not be. I'm not. I haven't even talked shit a single time about that. That's fair. That's fair. So, anyways. Just because you know you've been playing chess longer than me. But anyways, back to it. Yeah, it's too severe. <laughs> that, wa- that, whopping one, that, that whopping one month mark. <laughs> hey, that's a huge mark in the game of chess. Three games. Three games. You should find a new p- friend, play him three times. I won't play anybody, and then we can match up after that. Too late. Have you no? Nobody cares about this. This is total side thing. So we everybody we play. Yeah, we play chess um, on a daily basis against each other. <laughs> um, so if anybody wants to play us, just let us know. Um, it's it's loads of fun. But like, have you noticed that like we'll go like for like ten minutes where we just go rapid fire moves, and then it'll be like six hours later. Okay, I guess. We, I, guess we <laughs> yeah, I have been noticing that. <laughs> Like there are yeah. times where I can just leave it open and watch your moves and then immediately respond to it. And then there's other times where it's yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta get some stuff down. I'll see you later. Totally. Same thing. Same thing. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Moving back over though. So we've talked about Gio, Ber- Gio Bernard leaving with Duntree Sivia, uh, Jim Schwartz. We talked about him several months ago, uh, how he was going to kind of retire um, and leave the Eagles. He does. And now he's actually back with the Titans as a defensive assistant. So interesting. He was with the Titans for, I believe, nine years, maybe 10 years um, earlier in his career. And I mean, good little fit for him. Uh, you know, doesn't have to be the DC, can just be an assistant, kind of say what he wants to say and go in. Um, we'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, and we'll go from there. So um, good to see him not retire, I guess. Um, that's really all I got about this. Like, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Like, what does a defensive assistant actually do is the biggest thing. Yeah, I think it's pretty much going to be him in the ear of the defensive coordinator going, hey, we should blitz. And the defensive coordinator going, no, we're not blitzing every fucking play. 
we're not giving open the middle. Of the, we're not going to have the middle of the field open. I feel like is what is going to happen with Jim Schwartz. So he might be better at his job because he's not wasting key moments in games by blitzing and leaving everything open uh, and putting a secondary in tough positions. But good for him. A job in the NFL is one that everyone would love to have, and you're still there, and you're still making buttloads of money, so you better enjoy it. Uh, we've kind of buried the lead story here a little bit so far in the episode, but Sam Donald, old Sammy, Southern California kid, went to USC, top draft pick in the draft a couple years ago. Jets said, you know what? This isn't working out. We almost ruined your career with Adam Gase. We didn't want to protect you. We didn't want to provide you any offensive weapons. But now that we have Joe Douglas, a guy who can actually draft and evaluate talent, he wants his own guy. So I'm going to kind of go against some of the people in the building here that wanted to keep Sam Darnold and give him another chance. And we're going to move on. And that's exactly what they did as they traded Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers. It is pretty much a lock that they're taking Zach Wilson at number two in the draft. I will be stunned if they take Justin Fields. I don't know why I get that little like little gut feeling or like what if type deal, but it does seem like uh, Mr. Zach Wilson is the guy for the New York Jets moving forward uh, when the draft takes place on April 29th, which is a time that is just rapidly approaching as this year is flying by. But back to Sam Donald, lands in Carolina. I absolutely love this for him. Uh, this was a thing I was thinking about a couple days before the trader was like, you know, Carolina has been kind of in the room as they're trading for a quarterback. Like, why isn't Sam Donald a guy that, you know, they're intrigued with or something like that? I really wish I would have tweeted that thought. I wish I would have just put it out there into the abyss of the Twitter and see what took place and transpired from it. I was didn't do it missed opportunity but like I absolutely love this fit for Sam Donald and I love it for the Carolina Panthers Matt Rule came out and said that when he interviewed with for the Jets job uh, he got to sit down and speak with Sam Donald and Sam Donald asked him about you know his leadership styles the culture that he wanted to bring like how things were going to be run in the locker room and with the organization and stuff like that and that caught the attention of Matt Rule so for him to land that guy and a guy who gets it as an NFL quarterback and a leader of your locker room you love to see it for the Panthers. Um, and this is still a team that I'm going to be very, very high on uh, for the next couple of years as they're in a good position uh, to compete at a high level. Um, as like we said a couple of weeks ago, that really the only team you got to worry about in that division right now that we know of is Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's going to be very, very fun to watch this offense play uh, with Joe Brady there. And um, <clears throat> I mean, he's back with... Um, Shoot, what is his name? Robinson? What's his name? Why Anderson? Anderson. Uh, Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Robbie Anderson. I mixed up Robbie and Anderson. There we go. Robinson. There we go. Robbie <laughs> <He Anderson>. <laughs> um, There we go. Uh, yeah, Robbie Anderson, who had a fantastic year with Teddy Bridgewater, um, and obviously had great years in, with the Jets with Darnold. So that's going to be very fun to watch him play. Just huge for DJ Moore. We talked about it already. He's our underrated guy this year he's he's going to explode like he is a guy you need to take most likely in round two of fantasy drafts like he is probably going to be in that like 20 area overall so super excited about that now it's just gonna be interesting to see what they do with that eighth overall pick like what could they possibly be doing um lots of options so um and then on the opposite side teddy bridgewater so he now has been basically given the ability to seek a trade 
from the Panthers. And now it's where does he end up? And honestly, I don't know. I don't know like where he could possibly end up like this. This is like one of those very weird things where uh, the teams that need quarterbacks all have them at this point. Like this almost felt Mm -hmm. like last year with Phillip rivers, where if the Colts didn't go that route, like Phil would have been the odd man out on anywhere. Right. Like that's kind of how this is, but Teddy may have just missed that one team already. Like say with the Niners or something that's already made the trade. So um, I think what, two months ago, I said maybe the Patriots made sense for Teddy Bridgewater with the style of offense they played. Maybe that's still an option. Um, I, though I think that they Do would much rather want to go back up. though. I mean, he's never been with the Patriots. Oh, I was thinking saints. I don't know why. My bad. Yeah. My bad. The, I mean, I feel like the Patriots are going to be one of those teams that's trading up, whether it's with Detroit, whether it is with Atlanta. Like, I think there's going to be a quarterback that's starting to slide down the board, and they're going to be a team that's able to move up. If they don't do it pre-draft, I think they're going to do it draft night. Um, That's just something I've been feeling for months and something I've talked to you, Trees, about. And I mentioned here on the podcast, I've freaking tweeted about it. Like, I have a feeling that the New England Patriots are going to trade up to get a quarterback to get their guy for the future. I'm glad everyone else is finally hopping on board with it because it's like, oh, the Patriots don't do that. They've never traded up. Well, fucking Tom Brady was your quarterback. Of course they weren't. But it is what it is. Hopefully they do it this year because it would be nice to be able to say, yeah, I was pretty right on that, that feeling that was there. Um, back to Teddy Bridgewater, though. Like We were talking about it today on radio, and it was just kind of the idea of like, is is it best for him to just stay in Carolina at this point? Because if Sam Donald gets hurt, I mean, you get to go be the quarterback again. You know what I mean? You get that offense surrounded by – you're surrounded by the talent that's on that offense. And you're used to the offense as well in itself. And so it's just more so of, hey, Sam Donald has been hurt before in his, in his playing career. I can stay here. Don't necessarily have to mold him. I don't have to work any harder, you know, to help this guy get ready for the NFL. Just be a backup quarterback. Enjoy my time in Carolina. And if he goes down, I'm ready to step up and be the guy needed again. I agree with all that. And I don't want to dive into this right now because it's way too early on everything. Um, but excuse you. Um, yeah, but, my bad. That sounded really deep. That kind of hurt. Yeah. But what about Houston? Out for me. <clears throat> um, I mean, we could dive into that. Like, this is something I, I also I, I did on radio. I know you don't want, like, I know like it's a touchy topic, but like Deshaun Watson's name, like, it's not like saying Voldemort, right? It's just it's a topic that's like, how do you cover it without coming off as like a bad, like, you know what I mean? Like trying to defend him or you know, trying to go over the top or anything. It's like Deshaun Watson, very good NFL quarterback was going to go change a franchise, whether it was Carolina, whether it was the San Francisco 49ers, the Miami Dolphins. If they would have landed him at quarterback, we would have been hooting and hollering about how great of a move that was, and we all know it. It also turns out this dude's a weirdo and kind of a predator towards massage parlors. Like the dude went to 40 of them in four years. I, I don't get that. It is what it is. Like We're not going to deep dive into it, but like, that like that's what we know so far and that's it like 
We don't know who's like, there's no sides to pick. We got to let things play out. I think the NFL is investigating. Houston police are investigating it, but Teddy Bridgewater to Houston. That's what you asked. It's interesting. I just wonder because they already picked up Tyrod Taylor. Like that's where I kind of fall into that. I was like, and do you want, do you want both of those types of guys? Like it's, I, they're not the same quarterback, but there's kind of the same role. You know what I mean? They're not going to be honestly. Guy, I, but. Yeah, honestly, I kind of, I kind of forgot that they took Tyrod. Honestly, um, so that I, I actually totally agree with you now. Like, if you have Tyrod, like you're, that's who you're rolling with. If, if you don't have him, so, um, yeah, that's fair. So just going down the list, I'm just trying to find other teams that I'm like, okay. Uh, does it make sense if he wants to go back to Minnesota and be behind Kirk Cousins? He is loved in Minnesota. Like everybody still loves Teddy Bridgewater there. Um, geez. Like uh, everywhere else, you are a clear backup at this point. Um, it's just the question of where. What about what about the Bengals? And you know you're going to be behind behind Joe Burrow, but. I mean, he's coming off the ACL injury. You might, you might actually get to play for a couple games, you know, early in the season if if Burrow's not ready. You play a couple games. Enjoy those during, offensive weapons. Enjoy those offensive weapons during the trade deadline. Maybe there's an injured quarterback, and you just showed what you could do, you know, that quickly early in the season. It's a possibility. I actually like that a lot. That's a good brain there. That's a good brain you got, Trees. <clears throat> This cough, man. Oh my god. <laughs> you are this struggling. This is uh, kicking my ass right now. Yeah, yeah I just had to go yeah, on you're... mute to cough all that up. Still feeling yeah, it. You're still feeling it. That's all right. Um, l- let me take over here. Let me take over. So, um, jersey number proposal. Let's move on to that. Uh, that's enough about Teddy B. Um, one, it's going to be awesome that if they actually make this move and really let players kind of pick it's not any number they want but like you have just wide varieties basically you have like 40 numbers that you can choose out of rather than like the 20 that players have now um example letting like receivers have receivers and cornerbacks or dbs just be in single digits which is awesome like just look so clean um the number thing is idiotic as it is (laughs) so like nfl just like let them change their number. Like who cares at this point? Like, I don't know. I just, it's one of those like I heard, stupid NFL. Yeah, rules. I heard someone say that like, if Reggie Bush were to able like to wear number five, like he would be a totally different player in the NFL. Like number five was like his superpower. Like he would still be, he'd still be in the NFL rushing for a shit ton of yards. He'd be multi Super Bowl champ thousand you know just tons of receiving yards as well like we'd be looking at reggie bush totally different he was able to wear number five in the nfl and it would have been so freaking cool but i also think like imagine charles woodson getting to wear number two like in a raiders uniform or in a green bay packers uniform that'd be sexy like that would be really cool letting percy harvin wear one Mm -hmm. that would be a big one I mean, just so many, just so many different options that would just be. It really That's like would my be awesome. favorite part of uh, like preseason is you get to see some of these training squad players 
and receivers wear like single digit numbers. And it's like, man, that's kind of cool to see a number one at receiver. No idea if you're even going to make the team, but bro, you look pretty sick for this one game. So, well, that's kind of um, where I sit with it. Derek Henry looked sick as number two uh, in in preseason yes. early in his career. He just this big old dude wearing number two like he did in, uh, at Alabama for sure. Uh, I'm all for it. I think. I mean, you gotta let these players have as much fun as possible. Like it's 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 a little things like that. That and jerseys, like or I mean not jerseys, sorry, and like cleats. Like they obviously have their yeah. their other things, but like you gotta let them just wear whatever cleats and stuff they want. I get like you have deals with Nike or you know or Under Armour and that type of stuff. So like sure, like make sure brands are correct, but like whatever type or what's on them, like. Who cares? It's fun. It's like, again, though, they protect the shield. It's it's about the shield. It's not, not about players. Very opposite of the NBA. NBA is very much faces, not the, the league. Um, yep. Maybe that's why the NFL is also successful. Like, maybe that really is a big <laughs> thing, like, yeah. in, in, this, in this weird way. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, I hope it happens, um, and I hope it happens soon, and fans will be pissed when they all the people that bought jerseys and then they're not those numbers anymore. That I think that's going to be probably the biggest thing for the NFL because, like, right now, if a player wants to change numbers, like, they, like, have to pay, like, for, like, all the jerseys yeah. that were made. Like, they have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars. Also, actually, I'll let you jump in here before I say one other thing that's off topic. Um, I, I mean, I think that's something you could kind of probably work out. Like, I don't know if as a fan, I would be as upset. Like if Derrick Henry goes from 22 to two, like we all know he was number 22 beforehand, right? Like we're going to be fine. But like a luxurious need with the Kansas City Chiefs, he's going to go from 38, which is a hideous looking number for a corner uh, to begin with. And you can go to like number seven and go to number one, number four. Like, it's going to look awesome over there. Like, I just, in my mind at least, you know, it's just have these dudes get some swagger with their jersey numbers. Or if you make it to where it's like, okay, sorry, only this rookie class, only these new, this new generation of player gets to experience this. Or if you switch teams, then you get to. Like, but if you're on your current team, sorry about you. It's kind of a tough spot to be in. I think that's fine. Like, NFL's still going to make their money. People are still going to buy jerseys. I've never bought an NFL jersey. I have them bought for me, but, you know, it's whatever because I get them as, like, Christmas presents. That's what I mean by that. Uh, but, yeah, like, maybe that's the way you kind of get around that. What was that point you wanted to make, though? You got my curiosity. Oh, it was actually opposite. It was, we talked about it last episode about how players want to get paid uh, for 17 weeks, um, and now they changed that this year to 36 weeks. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. No joke. Yeah, yeah, Shefty reported it, I don't know, this weekend or maybe on Monday. Son of a gun. Well, hey, good for you guys. That's awesome. 36 weeks, you said? So when are they not – so they get paid at the start of training camp all the way to the end of the year then? Probably. Okay. Because, I mean, what, there's 52 weeks in a year? Yeah. Correct. So, anyways, um, I thought it was ironic. Right. I thought it was ironic because we literally talked about it on Thursday. So. It's about how that works out. You know what I mean? We're Sometimes. we're topic movers here at Talking Football. Yeah, for sure, for sure, <laughs> always. So, um, yeah. Um, okay, moving on. 
actually, we don't have very much more left to talk about. But one thing that I do want to talk about is these 40 times and all these pro days are absolute fire right now. Um, everybody is running super fast times and four threes. Everybody's running four threes. Um, skeptical is a good word to use, but also I hope they're all true and I hope they're all accurate. And I think it's going to be awesome. Like maybe this is just a super fast class. That's also a real possibility like that. Like I'm not going to say they're all fake, but I am also going to be like, Usually you don't have that money and that's what's really nice about the combine. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts? My thought with it is have NFL teams and scouts been tracking four, three forties for this, like forever. And we've just never heard it because we go by the official laser time at the combine instead of what we hear from scouts at pro days, because I mean, that's where these numbers are coming from. It's like these NFL draft analysts are reaching out and I was like, Hey, your scout on this team, what was the 40 time you got? And I was like, ah, I got a four, three, eight. What'd you get? Ah, I got like a four, four, two. All right. Well, shit. Like you're telling me they weren't getting possible four threes on any guys before today. Cause they all trust their own times. You know what I mean? Like that's how they, that's how they go about this. They, they track their own numbers. They, they go to the NFL combine and it's like, yeah, we'll take our numbers. We don't care what the official results are. Trust my thumb. That's what I saw. That's what we get. Bingo. That's it. I also wonder, I mean, we're always going to see the 40 because it's tradition at this point. You want to be able to compare classes and numbers and, you know, evaluations and stuff like that with guys coming into the NFL. But I wonder how much stock is even being taken into that right now. It's like, yeah, we can throw out a fucking four, three, six, or what we got on a player, but we're watching, we're tracking his GPS time on a, gameplay and we watch him get up to 22 miles an hour and a 15 yard stint it's pretty freaking impressive while he's doing it with the ball in his hands on pads after running a route middle of the game how did this look like i feel like more stocks being put into that than you know a 43840 that you're getting at a guy running downhill on a hard surface at his pro day <clears throat> that's kind of where my mindset runs with it but i'll tell you what i'd be stoked if i ran and someone told me i ran a 438 I'd be, I'd be flipping out. I'd be unbearable to be around. I would still be talking about it. Like, hi, my name is Austin Cunningham. They call me a big country. I ran a four, three, eight, suck my dick. What? I wouldn't say that last part, but. <laughs> but maybe, maybe you might. To my buddies, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. So, oh man, I, I'm, I'm shocked that we're three weeks away and the, from the draft and it's going to be nuts because I think it's just going to go by so quick. Um, oh, also, they announced that like fans are ba- like they're expecting basically full capacity at games, which is going to be um, yes fun, which will be fun to be super back. excited for that. Yep. Um, so that'll be good. Which means you got to assume that training camp is going to go as fit, like just as normal, um, unlike last year. So I'm sure that training camp will be pretty close to the same. Um, so that's nice. Um, what else am I missing? Oh. So the NFL schedule. So that usually gets announced next week. Mm-hmm. Next next Wednesday is usually it's usually two weeks before the draft. Yeah. Um, last year it wasn't until May, so it was after. Um, you wonder with adding the extra game if that's going to throw anything off. Um, you wonder. I don't think so because they already announced it, right? They already said like, "Hey, these are the who, teams that are going to be playing." Who they're going to play, but. It's not like that's just going to be week 17. 
Like that's not going to be just, those aren't just going to be week 17 games. They're going to try to mix and match them throughout the season. So you have to like work. Oh, I thought those were all solidified as the last game of the year. I'm pretty sure they were. No, I I don't think so. I think those are just like, that's, I think it's confusing because they say this is the 17th game. So you think it's like the last week of the season, but it's not Mm -hmm. going to be because it, it, it actually can't be because they've already come out and said that on Monday night, they're going to not play a doubleheader on ESPN because they're going to try to do that week 17 um, for games that have playoff implications. And if they're playing non-conference games, then none of them really are. They're going to want week 17 to be conference and division games. That In case if there's like a tie or one game separates teams, they want that to be the last game of the season. Well, when you put it that way, that makes so much more sense. So I think they had to, given I'm sure that the NFL schedule people were already knew that this was going to happen. I'm sure they had a schedule that was like 16 games if it passes, or 17 if it passes, 16 if not. Um, But all I'm saying is... Oh, do you wonder how much that changes? Like, I would love to see them be like, all right, hey, this is what we had for 16 games. And this is everything that changed due to an extra week. And it's like, holy shit. That would be impressive to see. I want to find a way to see that. I want to talk to somebody. But I don't even know where to start. Yeah, well, whatever, whatever. Um, (laughs) It is what it is. Hey, good episode this week, though. I'll tell you that. Uh, You tried to start a little early without even recording. I had to say, whoa, (laughs) slow your roll, pal. Slow the roll. Slow it, yep. Um, And also, for all of our people that also love the other sports, it's Masters Week. And, there he oh is. Man, there I'm so happy. I, I'm like wearing my Tiger Woods golf shirt. I'm like ready to go. <laughs> like just like I've just been in a good mood. I got my season long fantasy that I'm in first place right now. I got my DFS lineup that I've just sucked for the last two months, but I'm still doing it. Just throwing money away. It's great. It's great. And I got like a setup. Like I did that today. Like I'm like side screens from my work just so i can have masters going on it's going to be it's going to be a great next couple days uh who do you have winning it who have you projected as a winner i don't have a winner right now i mean i like hovland victor hovland i really like him john rom um just because he had a kid like i just have this gut feeling that like he's just going to be in it um that dad strength coming in full force yeah yeah exactly like those those are some guys that i do like um i mean you can't you can't roll out like deshambo the way he's playing recently or spieth um i don't know what are your thoughts on bryson deshambo oh he in that 200 mile an hour swing i mean the way the way he plays like it is what it is. Like, it doesn't bother me. It's different. So I'm good with it. What bothers me is like, sometimes like I do feel like he tries to do whatever he can to get like these like advantages that shouldn't be happening. So, I mean, I get the players, like he was on the fringe and there was a sprinkler head that was like a solid foot behind his feet, but like he called and said that like, 
it was like messing with his stance and they like gave him relief on that and i felt like the relief actually gave him a much better shot and so like that type of shit bothers me like i'm like dude everybody else is swinging right here and like not fighting it and just knowing that it's there and like but maybe other people should do it too i guess if he can get away Mm -hmm. with it like why doesn't everybody else but it's like that type of stuff but like him like going all like power and like 200 mile per hour swing and like his little uh, you probably saw the video of him like with vj singh watching him the other day mm-hmm. like where he's just swinging out of his stuff guys tossing him balls and he just like keeps going and stuff like that like that stuff that doesn't really bother me i mean like it's super cool um but Were those balls just, going straight um i i don't know i mean the video doesn't show but i'm sure they were going your opinion somewhat um yeah, I'm sure they were going a little to the right. Like that's usually what his does. He he has this little bit of a fade action going on to the right on almost all of his hits. So, um, but yeah, I think so. I think he's just dialed in this year. He's playing so well, so well. So, anyways, this turned really into a golf. Your take on a, this turned into a a golf podcast, and I'm all for it. Talking golf segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is um so anyways um yeah it's hard I, I guess i to answer your question i don't have like a winner because like i'm not focusing on just like one you know like dfs you make a lineup of like six or seven people my season long like it's like 16 player per team so like we're like 200 golfers deep <laughs> um so Damn. yeah so Matt Wolf was my number one, my first round pick, and he has been such a disappointment. Should have taken oh, Brooks Kappa. Gosh, hate to dang see it. it. Hate to see it. Still in first, though, so it's idiot. all right. Idiot. Speaking of idiots. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but let's get out of here. Nobody else wants to hear about golf. They're here for football. So we appreciate you all, and we'll be back next week. And tonight we've been talking football.